Happy Saturday. It's time for the Cummins Real Estate Group Show. It's another Saturday morning. It is episode 101 of the Cummins Real Estate Group Show with Michelle Cummins and myself, Curtis Pope. Well, we made it to episode 101. It happened. We're here. (laughs) In a blink of an eye, it happened. It did happen really fast, didn't it? It did. It seems to. Just as quickly as days go by, uh, our episodes are flying by, having a lot of fun doing them and enjoying all the different topics and what... What comes in is what people would like to hear, and we always love to hear any and everyone's ideas of what they would like to hear on our show. So please email Curtis and I and let us know what topics you'd like to hear in the upcoming next 100 episodes. You know, I was thinking the other day, and I was just, you know, you know, I was basically looking at a bunch of books in my house, and I thought to myself, Michelle's on the radio. Uh, she's done movies. She sells real estate. I figure a book has got to be next. Oh, my goodness. It seems like there's so many. I love reading books. I love listening to books. But, you know, like me writing a book, it's it's hard enough writing blogs and writing. I want maybe maybe at a time where I'm visiting the beach house or somewhere where I can really sit down. But you know what? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, Curtis. Well, you've got the radio show. You've got the, uh, the, the the podcast version of the show. So you've got multimedia going here. You've got all your web stuff. I mean, I think a book would be a natural progression. Come on. I wonder what the title of it would be. Oh, I'm sure we could come up with something. Michelle with one L? That sounds like a very interesting book. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle with one L, Cummins No G. That's your title right there. It's mysterious, and I like mysteries. (laughs) Who knows what they're going to get when they flip through the pages? Well, how else are you going to be the queen of all media here? Come on. You got to. We got to add that one to the list. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Yeah, writing a book would be that would be a challenge because I always wonder when people write books. It's like, how do you how do you know that that really happened the way you remember it? (laughs) You know what's funny is I took courses on writing children's books. I used to when I got when I got out of when I yeah when I got out of college I was thinking I really would love to write. I just had this passion for children and write like at the time writing and uh, I actually I almost did. So it's funny you bring that up. But well, you know it's funny because my wife also uh, wanted to be a writer. Really? She wanted to write cheesy romance novels. Well, I don't know about the cheesy part, but romance novels. Yeah, she wanted to be like a... Uh, do you remember the movie uh, Romancing the Stone from the 80s? With, oh, uh, yes. Yeah, she wanted to be Joan Wilder. That was her goal. Oh, that is so awesome. You know what? She, you know all the great authors, you know, females in the past would go by male names. That's right. But, you know, today you don't have to do that, but... I always look at, like, what would be my pseudonym? What would be the name? Not Michelle Cummins. Not Michelle with one L, Cummins or G, but, like, create a new name. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. Well, you know, like, the uh, the name of the... Who wrote The Notebook? I can't remember, but I remember watching The Notebook with my wife. The problem was I'd figured the movie out about 20 minutes in, and then I had to sit through the rest of it, figuring it out. Can you sit through it with the tears in the eyes 
And like, oh my gosh, that was such an emotional movie. I just, my problem was I had figured that one out almost right away. I'm like, well, the old couple, that's, he's reading about them. (laughs) You knew it. I I don't know. I figured it out real quick and then I'm like, now I have to sit through this. Okay. (laughs) Oh no. It's a good thing I don't have like a good long-term memory as much as short-term because I love forgetting movies and then rewatching them and they're like brand new again. (laughs) That's a bonus. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> All right, so what is our topic? What are we talking about on today's show? Oh, okay. Oh, back on that topic. Okay, so today we're talking about the top reasons you should sell. Is that what we call this one? Okay, so the top reasons we should sell. Now, I imagine one of the things is because maybe your neighbor is Curtis. <laughs> top reasons why you should sell. That is exactly today and that's exactly the reason well that would make sense because people seem to be flooding out of my neighborhood so maybe i'm the problem i know what have you done what have you done i i blame the kids well that's always blame the kids pass the buck exactly can't be Um, me so maybe because everyone's flying out of your neighborhood and selling is uh one of the reasons we have is uh the changes in the neighborhood right that's one of them. Like, not like there's theirs goes the neighborhood, which is like all your friends move out, and now it's not the same. You know, your kids grew up there, and there was you had block parties, and you knew everyone, everyone knew your name, and now everyone you know is selling, and it's just not the same. So, personal reasons, but also, you know, different uh, developments happening in the neighborhood. Or major changes in the neighborhood, like a highway coming in that you're hearing is coming in, or a big, huge development that's going to change the traffic flow of your street, or, you know, reasons that you know are coming that you just don't want to live in. So that would be a great time to sell. And I know uh, your area is is changing, and it's not the same as it was, so that's a big reason. Well, we are going through uh, the, the the shift where you know there's a lot of 50 year old houses coming down uh, in the way of you know brand new houses because we have a pretty we have pretty good sized lots in my neighborhood, right? So you can get a good sized house on it. Exactly, and with the changes of what the floor ratio of what you could build on those lots is is kind of the flow of what's happening. Those are the buyers looking in your neighborhood, and it's a great time to sell. And that brings on, you know, one of the first, now the second, but anyways, a strong buyer demand. That's what we have right now. There, the foot traffic, you know, it refers to the number of people that are actually out physically looking at homes right now. Even through everything that we've been through the last few months have been crazy busy with buyer demand. The latest foot traffic numbers show that there are significantly more prospective purchasers currently than, I mean, than we've had in the last couple of years. So that is a major thing, buyer demand. These buyers are ready, they're willing, and they're able to purchase. And they're out in the market right now. So take advantage of the buyer activity currently in the market. Yeah, I imagine that is probably a real big point right now because normally this time of year, this is when things start to slow down, as you've you've taught me. But it seems that we're still getting a lot of houses, uh, you know, getting put up for sale as of late. You know what? It is true. Uh, we I've, I've seen a flow even in in my own uh, new listings, but also in colleagues that uh, the the listings are starting to creep up. 
even though we're in what, October 17th today, I mean, it's crazy. So, um, however, there is still less competition now because in, in most areas, I mean, there's just not enough homes for sale to satisfy the number of buyers that we have in the market. So this is really, really good news for home prices. Uh, there's a pent-up desire for many homeowners to move as they're, I mean, they're unable, they've been unable to sell for the past little while. Um, they, they want to move up. They want to change. They want a bigger house. <laughs> they've gotten, they haven't liked the smaller square footage, a lot of them. Um, but, you know, this has put a negative, you know, they've been in a negative equity situation as well in the last couple of years. So now that they're seeing their prices move up and their equity build, they're wanting to be, they have now have resources and ability to make that change and make that move. So homeowners are now seeing a return to positive equity because the real estate values have increased and it, they just keep on increasing and they're only set to continue to increase. So many of these homes will be coming onto the market in the near future, and uh, we've been seeing that uh, lately. So the choices buyers have, I mean, they'll continue to change and they will continue to increase is my feeling on that. Um, And so don't wait until all this other inventory of homes comes to the market before you sell. If you're wanting to make a change now, now is a really, really good time because there is not enough listings to the amount of buyers. Okay, makes sense. Okay, so what's another... uh reason to sell your house home prices are skyrocketing so like like i said about the equity building it is true so one major factor driving prices up is the lack of inventory available for those amount of buyers so because the home prices are skyrocketing we have seen the highest prices ever ever in the fraser valley so now is a great time and in september we had the highest sales of detached homes than we've ever had in the history of the fraser valley real estate board so when is a better time to sell so i think another one before uh we move on to break is i mean there'll never be a better time to move up and let me explain what that is i mean if you're moving up to a larger more expensive home and you're thinking, but this, the prices are going up, uh, but it's the highest prices ever. So, you know, moving up, I wouldn't do that at this time. But no, yes, you should. Consider doing it now. Prices are projected to appreciate by uh, quite a bit over the next coming years. So if you're moving to a higher price home, it will wind up costing you more in raw dollars. So both in down payment and mortgage payment, if you wait. So your 25-year housing expense with an interest rate of near 2% right now or, or less, you can get it for less of it. Rates are projected to increase, though, by, you know, a 0.5%, so half a point percentage to a full percentage over the next uh, year or two. So, I mean, now is the perfect time for interest rates being low. You can afford more uh, buyer demand, and they're willing to pay more because they could afford more. And we've had a third re- uh, release of the stress test since COVID started. So it's, it, it, they've lightened up the stress test. So all of that is a great opportunity to take and move forward. Okay, well, I think right about now we should probably take a quick break and then we'll come back with more than in just a couple minutes. If people want some more information about real estate and uh, on all that kind of fun stuff, what can they do? MichelleCummins.ca. We're back with more right after this.
segment number two of the Cummins Real Estate Group show, and we're going to carry on and talk about reasons why you should sell. Right, Michelle? <laughs> Correct. Curtis Pope. So the next one is it's time to move on with your life. Uh, I mean, look at the reason you're thinking of selling in the first place and determine whether it's worth waiting or not. Is money more important than being with family? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. That was a rhetorical question, wasn't it? It was supposed to be. My bad. <laughs> and then is money, and Curtis, you can answer this if you really want to, is money more important than your health? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> is money more important than having the freedom to go on with your life the way you think you should and want to? Well, the money would help with that. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> is staying stuck in the rut of life more important than your freedom and quality of life? No, that one I can answer. There you go. So only you know the answers to the questions above, except for now we all know Curtis's answers. <laughs> so if you have the power to take back control of the situation by putting your home on the market when you know it's a great time to put it on the market, when there's positivity in the marketplace and the highest equity ever and the ability to purchase has never been as great as it has been as it is today. Perhaps the time has come for you and your family to move on and start living the life you desire and you so want. So speak with a mortgage provider. Find out what that looks like. Speak to your realtor. Call me and find out what that looks like for you and, and what it could be, what it could mean. Believe that this could happen, that good things can happen to you. And now is a great time, a great opportunity to take advantage of that. And then the next one is home is too small and you want to upgrade. So simply, as I mentioned before, a lot of people have found that their homes are too small or the condo or townhouse they're living in is too small and they want a bigger yard. They just want more room in their houses and now working from home. All these reasons, uh, you know, maybe some parents have started permanently homeschooling and there's so many reasons why people need bigger homes. Uh, so now that would be an upgrade, and now is the time to upgrade. The easiest way to avoid this type of move, I mean, to consider um, where you'll be in the next, think about it. Think, you know, it's like a job interview, but it's a life interview. Where are you going to be in five to ten years? What is your life going to look like five to ten years? Of course, we don't hold a crystal ball, and life events and things change, but this is a great way to be able to have some longevity in your home. And if you do get a five-year or 10-year term, that way of your mortgage, that way you don't break it early and have uh, fees, right? Those, you know, uh, prepayment penalties. So really consider how your life is going to probably be in the next five years at least by according to those plans. And of course, life isn't always, as I mentioned, wrapped up in such a neat, orderly fashion. But by buying a larger than needed home based on future anticipating needs, you can avoid the five to seven year moving itch. I'm just helping people right now, a great clients of mine, they got the seven year itch. And I asked them, you have the seven year itch, don't you? Yep, exactly seven years. And I get it myself, that seven year itch. Uh, so, uh, you, you know, you, we always buy more and get more than our homes could could hold, and and that's where that a lot of that seven year itch comes from. Is you need a bigger place, more storage, things like that. And then we mentioned earlier about you know there goes the neighborhood, uh, but literally moving forward with uh, changes in the neighborhood. One big major one is when developers are coming in and wanting to buy in your neighborhood, in your area. When you start seeing developers knock on your door, leaving letters for you, uh, you know buying up your neighbor's properties. 
you know things are about to change. You know you should look into the overall community plan of your area. You should look into the neighborhood plan of your area in the city that you're in, and you should find out what are the future plans for your neighborhood, for your street. What are maybe potential future roads that are maybe going through your property or behind your property? All these things factor into the timing of when you should sell. A lot of people go, oh, I'm not going to sell ever. I love it. I'm going to stay here forever and ever. And if they allow the development to happen around them, all of a sudden their property is worth a lot less because now they're stuck and maybe potentially development can't happen anymore because they've developed around it and now it's not big enough or it's just, you know, it's not possible. So a lot of, a lot of homeowners or property owners get stuck in that. They think, oh, I'll hold off and get a higher price. But depending on where your property is and how it sits within the development and how what type of development and how many developments are happening all determines whether, wow, you need to sell now while the other ones are selling and not wait or you're going to lose out. Um, and then you're going to be living through construction and living through a whole change and you're going to end up selling anyways. It happens every time. <laughs> so if development's happening in your neighborhood, that is the time to sell. Okay, so next, so a big one is equity. So pulling out all your equity rather than just up to 80%. Most banks will allow you to remortgage, refinance, and take some of your equity out of your home up or do a line of credit, equity line of credit, but up to about 80% of your the value of your property. Well, instead of only 80%, when you sell, you're pulling out 100% of that equity. And the things you can do with the full equity of your home are things like moving up, having the larger down payment, now having funds to be able to do renovations that you want or buy all new furniture for the new place or pick a vacation to go to with your family next year or when they start allowing us to vacation out of the country more often. Or, you know, there's the investment part of it. And that's a big one for me is pulling out all your equity so that not only can you now buy a better home that suits your lifestyle and is better for you right now, but now you've got all of that where you can put, you know, 5% on a secondary property and buy yourself a recreational property that you can enjoy and and rent out maybe through Airbnb or, you know, have some income coming in, have another property, have that equity be building and have that enjoyment. Um, you know, unlock your real estate potential is, is what I love to do for my clients. And this is one exciting way to do it. Uh, for instance, let's say you're in a townhouse and you're moving up to a detached property and you're pulling out 100% of your equity, but you don't need it all to put in to, towards your, your new uh, property. What you can do is put part of that in a secondary. I'm helping somebody do that right now. They're going to buy a recreational property that they're going to Airbnb, but they'll also be able to enjoy. And now they've got, they're going to have their new property and this recreational property both being uh those two equities being built over time, it's a no-brainer. So that's a great way of being able to unlock your equity and build your real estate portfolio and build your quality of life. It's it's pulling out that 100% rather than just 80% of refinancing. And another big one, health reasons, commute reasons, job transfers, just being closer to family. So many clients of mine are just wanting to get closer to their grandchildren or children. 
uh, life plans or events change. Of course, you know, you've, you've got, you know, if you have financial issues and you're needing to sell because you don't want to go in, you know, end up in foreclosure, you know, definitely um, sell. Don't hold off. Don't hold, don't, don't let whatever is happening inside of you hold you back from selling. You know, take control and, and, and sell because that's going to, relieve you of a lot of headache and help your you in the future uh, so don't be afraid to sell if if it's positivity if it's positive in your life um, for any of those reasons so those are some big reasons of why you should sell right now but and as well why you should sell at different times in your life Okay, so a lot of good reasons there, and I'm sure uh, people might give you a call and say, I need a little more on this, and well, I know you're there for that. Uh, now, do you have some uh, open houses this weekend or new listings we need to talk about? Well, I do have two open houses coming up. So today at 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. by appointment, this one is by appointment only, like I'm only going to take one group through at a time. So call me to uh, or text me at 778-885-4659 if you want to get into this one. But this is an amazing home off Ackerman Court in Abbotsford. It's got views of Mount Baker and the, the flat. It's a gorgeous, fully renovated home just a couple years ago. It is beautiful. It's a rancher style with a, well, it's really a one and a half story. So the master bedroom's on the main, a vaulted ceilings, open kitchen, living room layout, huge deck with a fireplace on the deck to enjoy those views. And uh, so this is a beautiful home. Uh, it is priced at $1,025,000, and I am there today, 11 one. Please go to my Facebook page or social media to find out more details and watch the video and the photos. And you could also book your appointment there as well. The next one I'm doing today is from two to four at a brand new townhouse listing I have in Mission. And it is a really neat townhouse. Um, it's got a garage and front parking. It's a two-story uh, and it's three bedrooms, three bathrooms. And it's priced at only 489900 And it's almost... 2,200 square feet of space, and it's been renovated um, since the building was built in 1994, but really neat townhouses there. Uh, so that, come out and see me from 2 to 4 today. And then next week, I've got two upcoming listings. One is a basement entry home with a basement suite in a private backyard onto a ravine, and it is in Mission, and it's going to be priced at around 715000 and then I've got a two-story classic 1939 home, just beautiful, uh, still wood-burning fireplace. It's got some really nice upgrades, but still the original glass, you know, doorknobs and um, uh, leaded glass windows, and it's really, really nice. It's got an indoor pool. So in the, in the 70s, they built this sunken living room, rec room, uh, with vaulted cedar ceilings, and then there's this indoor pool. So it's really fantastic. It's a corner lot. It's actually two legal lots, but one house with a detached uh, double garage through a breezeway on the corner of 7th and Welton. So that's coming up next week. So there you have it. Those are the new listings and the open houses. Curtis, can you give us a quote for this week? Uh, you know, I can. I can give you a quote, one of my favorite ones. Uh, it's, uh, it's a simple one. Ambition is a dream with a V8 engine. Oh, love it. You'll love where it comes from. Vroom, vroom. Elvis Presley. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can't be cooler than that. I know. I like that one. Ambition is a, is a dream with a V8 engine. That's nice. More power to you. Absolutely. All right. So people want more information. Maybe they want to ask you about selling their house after hearing all this, or they want to know more about your open houses or upcoming listings. What do they got to do? Go to michellecummins.ca. And join us again next week when, once again, we will talk real estate in order to unlock your real estate potential on a show where real estate is maximized. Thanks for listening.